0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and everything in between, welcome back to the Kevin Clifton Show. Um, we took a little bit of a January break. Um, I'd like to say that it was intentional um, and, and, you know, we were going to start again in February. It's not quite how it panned out. I wanted to c- come back earlier after Christmas, but um, basically i have just been mad busy with, with Burn the Floor. Uh, which is what we're going to be talking about on this podcast. Um, Thank you to all of you who have come to see Burn the Floor already and who have left amazing comments. I've got to say, I can't remember the last time I had this number of messages about a show. Just been really overwhelmed by um, the crazy amount of of messages from people on social media and stuff, you know, on, on Instagram and Twitter and all that. People just... Saying how much they're enjoying the show, which which is just amazing because we we all worked really hard. And I suppose for me, like I know we we did an amazing um, 2019. The tour went really well, and it's we've had a weird couple of years, obviously with COVID and whatever. We didn't know if people would feel comfortable coming back to a theater, and um, you know, I I just I wondered how we were going to top the 2019 tour, just because it went so well but it feels like, um, it feels like we are doing based on, the, uh, based on the comments from everyone. And it feels really good on stage. Um, we're all buzzing at the moment. Um, we're about a month into the tour. And um, I honestly couldn't be happier with how this tour has been going. Um, we're having a great time on stage every night and every venue we've been to, like the audiences have been unbelievable and we're getting such lovely feedback. And I can't thank you enough for coming to support us and and for all your feedback as well. It's wicked. We're all, like I say, we're all buzzing at the moment. So for this Q&A, we've got three of the Burn the Floor Company members and we've got our Patreon gang on on the Zoom ready to ask them questions. Um, First of all, some of you may recognise last year, um, well, in 2020, season of Strictly, um, we did a lot of podcasts where... Lauren came on to talk about every week with me and Joanne, uh, my sister. Um, Lauren is, um, well, I, I sort of tell this story on stage, but like about nine years ago, Lauren sent me a Facebook message that, um, that said, oh, I don't know if you remember me from ballroom competitions, but I'd re- it's my dream to be in the burn the floor dance company one day. And, I passed on her details to the producers. We were doing a West End run at the time, and she came along and auditioned, and they said, we'd need you to work on these things, X, Y, and Z, um, if you're going to join the company. And she went away and like worked really, really hard. And for the last few years, she's been one of the principal dancers of Burn the Floor. She's toured all over the world. She is one of the most in-demand dancers in the country at the moment, basically because but I'll let you into a little secret. Everyone comes to see Burn the Floor. All the other shows, right? Obviously, Strictly comes to watch Burn the Floor all the time because, uh, as I point out in the show, there's a lot of the um, a lot of the dancers on Strictly have come from Burn the Floor, and also from across the world on Dancing with the Stars. There's a lot of um, Burn the Floor dancers, um, so I know they come and watch, and um, and a lot of the other shows come and watch as well. And now. Um, that basically they keep signing up Lauren because she's very in in demand over all the the other shows so hiya Lauren Oakley how are you doing?
1: Um, I just said hello and I'm really happy to be back and really happy to be back on the podcast and looking forward to all the questions coming our way can't
0: wait. And then we have our youngest member of the dance company at the moment (laughs) she's only 21 years old um, and she's on, on a UK tour with with Burn the Floor and she's absolutely smashing it. Thank you for coming uh, on the on the podcast. This is Ellie Beacock.
2: Hi guys, nice to see you all. Thank you for coming along. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks, Kevin.
0: Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. And then also we have all the way from Australia, we have uh, a guy who is, well, he's got a few roles in Burn the Floor. Um, he toured with us um, in 2019 as well, and he's on this tour and, um, He's the music director of the show. He's also a percussionist and he is also a singer. So he plays three roles. He's basically in charge of the, all the sort of music. He, he's he's the boss. Whenever we've got any questions and sorting out the sound and all of that, he's the boss of that. And um, yeah, and he plays percussion and sings in the show. And he's amazing. He's an amazing singer as well. Hiya. This is Tyler as a party. How are you doing, Tyler? It's a pleasure to be here, Kev. And um
3: We've kept you guys know and hear Kev's voice all the time singing. It's he's an angel, so it makes my job a lot easier. All I have to do is just give him a mic, and he does the rest.
0: (laughs) I'm not sure about that. Tyler's given me lots of advice. Okay. Um, So, first of all, um, Sharon has put an opening question in the chat for you guys. Please sum up Burn the Floor in three words:
1: Warren, Ellie, and Tyler. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, I gotta... like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that.
1: No, I would say family, history, Ooh. fire. Yeah, mm. nice.
3: So my three uh, words to describe burn the floor would be best experience ever. Um, you learn, you meet a lot of good people and great people along the way, and learn a lot about yourself along the way too. Um, Ellie and Lauren are kind of part of that, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, best experience of your life, watching it or being part of it. Either way, it's fantastic, I think.
0: Mm. What about Ellie?
2: Oh, well, Burnfall has this motto. It says, be brave, be bold with no boundaries. So I'm going to go with that one.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Okay, let's let's, uh, open it up to the questions. All right, who have we got with hands up? Oh, let's let's go to Andy and Charlotte. Andy and Charlotte don't often ask a question on this Zoom, so Andy Ooh. asked, to unmute, unmute.
4: Yeah, we've got to say how much we're enjoying it. It's, it's such a good show. Um, Amazing. It's it's you know it's one of the best. It's 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 a no, best. it's the best. There probably is it? Yeah, it's <laughs> the best. So we, we're enjoying every, and we've seen it a few times now. Uh, and my question is: as I've got some really, uh, some some really nice favourites in there. The, the Carmen trio is is just exquisite. Plus, also the human one as well. The track is good. I don't want to give too many away in case people haven't seen it. But what I was going to say: is, is, is as performers, which which songs do you prefer? Which tracks do you prefer to perform to out of the show? Oh
2: gosh! Wow! Well, great question. Thank you. Um... To be honest with you, I can't say I can pick a favourite because they all, they're all they all special in their own individual way. Um, I've got to say, at the moment, something that's really special that myself and my partner Harris get to dance to is Chase, um, our female vocalist singing Man's World. That's unbelievable. I absolutely love to be able to perform on stage with her singing that. But oh, I couldn't say there's one favourite because they're all wonderful. <laughs>
1: And you know it's really hard to choose a favorite because like when you have a solo for example like me and alberto dance hallelujah as a solo which is the most beautiful song um and you get so connected to that song when it's your solo but there's also like an element of anxiety that comes with it (laughs) so you like you get you, you have your favorite song but it also like makes you think of kind of a how how nervous you are before you do your solo if that makes sense but honestly it's so hard to choose and i always say this with burn the floor like my favorites vary day by day because as a burn the floor dancer you can dance exactly how your mood is that day so if i'm having a really rubbish day or who someone spilled coffee on me and banged into me in the street (laughs) i love man's world because chase sings it like if that makes sense or if i'm having a day where i'm missing my cats I like Hallelujah, because it makes me emotional. So, (laughs) like, that's the beauty of Burn the Floor. Like, it literally changes all the time. But with such amazing musicians and vocalists, (laughs) Kevin and (laughs) Tyler, (laughs) and Chase and everyone else that's in the show, um, they're all just, all of them are just so good to dance to. It gives you a feeling inside that just makes you want to dance. I don't know if you want to dance in the audience, but, yeah,
2: I hope so.
3: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, it varies night by night from a musician's perspective just because you might not be seeing everything that the dancers are doing so they might be feeling a certain way but like in hallelujah alberto and lauren do a great lift but then you might be missing something that arduino and Faye are doing at the same time so it changes night by night just based on whereabouts you're looking on stage and i think that's another great thing about the show is no matter where you look there's something kind of uh breathtaking no matter what point of the stage you're looking at. So it's like, stay focused and pick a dancer and like, see what they're up to at that point in time. Um, but I do, I am a sucker for a ballad as well. So any kind of ballad or sad song, uh, I love them. Yeah,
4: we're with you on that one as well, is, is we have to sit and watch it in different places because it's completely different. And we notice things, uh, the, the choreography is so complex that, that we, we, there's things we don't even notice and then you have to sit it two or three times. Or more, and then you can, <laughs> and then you can actually pick up some of the some of the detail. It's it's, it's fantastic, and it's not there's not many shows out there with, with with that much detail in it, where where you've got so many dancers actually dancing, a little bit different with the, with the highlights to the music. It's 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 really really great to watch.
1: Thank you for always supporting us as well. We always see you there. You're the best. Thank, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. We just
0: love <laughs> it. Well, oh, thank you, guys. Okay, who else has a hand up? Let's go to Isabel.
2: Hi, uh, absolutely loved the show. I can't believe it's only been a fortnight since I saw it. It feels like ages ago. Absolutely loved it. Other than Kevin, who is your favorite pro on Strictly, past or present?
1: Oh, that's so hard. Uh, Oh, that's so hard. You, do you go first? Do you want me to
3: go first? I'll <laughs> first. All right. I'll, I'll answer first just because I don't really know that many, uh, from Strictly. Uh, being from Australia, I don't really get a chance to watch many, uh, Strictly episodes. Um, we have Dancing with the Stars in Australia. Um, but from Strictly, I'd have to stick with just the peeps that I know, which would be like, Johannes, Graziano, uh, Kev. Uh, any other fan that you know I get excited to see on on live television just because you know it tickles the heart a little bit but anyone else I don't really know them um, and nothing against them I'm sure they're absolutely fantastic but I just I don't get much of an opportunity to watch it. I'm normally asleep when it's on here
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Well, for those of you guys that have seen the show, right at the beginning, Kevin obviously goes through quite quite a number of names uh, of Burn the Floor dancers that have gone on to be strictly professionals. And every single time he you know, says their names, it just kind of makes me think, gosh, wow, there are so many and so many that are just absolutely unbelievable, incredible performers, entertainers, dancers. Um, so again, another tricky question as to what's my favorite, um, I've got to say, speaking more recently i mean obviously obviously kevin we all love kevin (laughs) but i'd say for speaking from a female perspective i think jeanette is just absolutely inspirational i watch videos all the time of her when she performed in burn the floor and she just takes my breath away every single time so Jeanette is Jeanette is right up there um Johannes is just incredible he's just uh I don't know I can't even put into words the kind of vibe he gives you when he performs on stage so um yeah there's just there's so many but that's just an name you. <laughs>
1: Um For me it's really hard because I don't know like they're my friends that I'm watching on the tv so like I get really proud um so johanna's made me cry loads this year i danced with kai and burned the floor so i feel really proud of him and really pleased for him that he did so well as well obviously i danced with Giovanni last year and he had an amazing year on strictly this year with diane who we've spent loads of ship contracts with um who's just absolutely hilarious i just i love them all honestly it's if two from this season, Johannes made me cry the most amount of time, so I'll go with Johannes.
2: <laughs> Great, thank you. And Kevin, just as a side note, if you want to do the other three rounds of the quiz, James and I are quite happy to stay after this Q&A and give you the rounds if you want to.
0: Yeah, I well, would, I would love to uh, at some point. I can't do tonight, um, okay. I'll have to go after this. But um, yeah, I will do it sometime at, at some point and hopefully do better than I did on myself. There, there, there was okay, a whole Strictly quiz, guys, that, that went on. And um, there's, there was like a round where there was questions about me and other people scored higher than I did. <laughs> <laughs>
2: OK, great. Thank you.
0: Cheers. Thank you. OK, Fred.
2: <laughs> Hello.
5: Hello. Nice to meet you guys. Really nice Hi. to meet you indeed.
6: Hi, Fred
5: Morgan. Oh, Fred Morgan, best known for presenting on, best known for bringing the energy to this podcast in whole, in full. <laughs> I'm absolutely looking Love forward it. to, I'm absolutely looking forward to having to seeing my shot of Burn the Floor, which is the 19th of this month in Torquay, which is pretty local, Torquay Princess Theatre. And I'm so Amazing. looking forward to seeing you in the physical flash, King Kev. It's going to be pretty alien to me, but I'm I'm also looking forward to seeing you guys too. What's it like to, you know, be back on tour again after so long? Such a good question. When
3: you Ooh. see Kevin the flesh, he's gonna be an absolute animal. He belongs on the WWE. He's that big at the moment. Um, <laughs> but for the last few years has been, uh, just personally for me, it's been uh, quite tricky. I'm sure it has been for the girls as well, being dancers and being in the performing arts. You know, it's it's kind of the same all over the world at the moment with, you know, performing arts sort of getting the, the worst end of it. Um,
5: yeah, it's it's always hard, you know, when the arts just so badly hit. Hospitality was also badly hit too.
3: It's true. Oh um,
5: yeah, because of, you know, lockdowns, tears, everything. Yeah, it's been a struggle, but you know,
3: the one thing that kept me going was knowing how hard the people behind, like Nick and Peter and Paul and Kevin, how hard they were actually trying to get the show up. Uh-huh. Right that were staying in contact with us throughout the last few years, you know, emails, calls, um, letting us know, you know, we're trying this, we're doing that. We're still thinking about these songs. What do you think? Um, and then this, like the whole cast is like a family. So we didn't stop talking the whole time to each other as well, which sort of, that gave us all hope as well, which is great. Mm -hmm. Um, and then yeah, to actually jump on stage again the first time was pretty emotional for everybody, but yeah, that's what kept us going.
5: I know, but Will you also be part of Burn the Floor's 25 year anniversary alongside King Kev, Ali-Aj, Diane, Kai, Luba, Karen, Jeanette, Robin, wait, 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 Joe, let's see, who else is there? Aliage, Di, Karen, Kai, Luba, Jeanette, King Kev, uh, L- Robin, have I forgotten anyone? Girls? <laughs>
1: Uh, we're um, unfortunately not part of that tour um, oh, it's going to be a stage full of legends um, and yeah. I can't wait to watch the show yeah. but, yeah,
5: you'll have, you'll have Aliage and Jeanette Di, Karen Kev, that's five Luba, Robin, Kai
1: it's quite amazing how many strictly professionals came from Burn the Floor yeah. um, that show is. you can just see like Everybody came from Burn the Floor and it's just such a good training ground really for all these dance legends. Yeah,
5: but Graziano and Johannes were also part of Burn the Floor and the same applied to... Hmm. Yeah, Graziano and Johannes were also part of Burn the Floor, but they're not in this. And you know... you've
1: They might have other tours already booked up. I think that's why they're not doing it.
5: we We already know that. So... Such as Gratz, he's committed with "Here Come the Boys," and he's also doing the pro tour as, as it was announced last week.
1: Yeah, and so busy, busy bees—they're also in demand.
5: Yeah, I mean, when it comes to you know, when you're like down at a studio and you're when you're down at a stage door and you want to meet people face to face, it's it's what makes you know, it what it's what makes a person's life feel special in meeting strictly professionals because you know. It gives you that heartwarming feeling and seeing them perform on the big stage,
1: yeah. which really well, does give you the rush and so adrenaline. I'm, the, I'm sure I'm speaking for you guys as well, and I'm not a strictly yeah. professional, but as a performer,
0: just when you a bit, me,
1: have I gone? Hello? I don't,
0: I don't know, maybe move the laptop around to you a little bit or something. Or... Hello? there you go. I think that's what okay. we're
1: with the um I was just saying like I'm not obviously I'm not a strictly dancer but as a performer going to the stage door to meet our audience members is really special as well like I know it's what keeps us kind of because one night one night touring is really difficult really hard mentally and physically um but when you see everybody up dancing at the end of the show and then you get to say hello to people at the stage door as yeah. a performer that's really special it gives it's you that so like special. human touch yeah
5: it's so yeah. special as such because you know the only the strictly come dancing live tour has you know prohibited such thing this such because you know of the covid spread and of course you know, they just wanted everybody to respect this so that way everyone was able to perform as scheduled, which I was a bit tearful by this decision. I did cry a bit about this, but I knew that this had to be done. And I did not want, you know, to let my fellow friends, the pros down, who I made friends with over the past over the past two years with this lockdown. But I know that, I know everyone may be badly affected by this news, but all I just did was uh, was that, you know, But however, in the end, though, knowing that I had so much good relationships with everybody, it wasn't as hard as I first thought the first time. I'm seeing it again today in a week at the O2. Oh, great.
0: Yeah. And can I just point as well that Lauren says she's not a Strictly professional. I would add on the end of that, yet. Because I will be gobsmacked if, if Strictly so blatantly miss a trick as to not hire Lauren at some point. Agree?
6: <laughs>
5: well, yeah. well well, I mean I mean everyone's got their whole lives ahead of them, don't they? Because exactly. I know I know how much you would have heard, Kev, that, you know, about the live tour news and the measures they put in place. Mm. Even though the cast size is only very big with 25 in the in the roster size. Mm. Whereas the pros on the power of dance only have 10 and 4,
4: mm.
5: respectively. So actually quite small. But hopefully that rule should be relaxed by then. And hopefully, you know, the fans will be allowed to meet their favourite pros with both the proto and the power of dance, knowing their cast sizes were very small. But we know spring and summer is something to look forward to for that, for sure. But even so, we can't yet say, hey, even so... Some may agree with me on that point there, but we just we just want to meet our favourites for the spring and summer for those tours. And we're really yeah. looking forward to a big summer
0: It'll ahead. Happen. A It'll big, happen.
5: Yeah, I know. Coping with the breaches of the baking yeah. sun. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Fred. My pleasure. I mean, it's nice to see nice, you Fred! guys. I look nice forward to, to meeting you Fred!
3: on the
2: tour in two weeks.
0: See yeah. you yeah. See you soon.
2: See you soon. Oh. I love your energy.
0: So energy <laughs> yeah. um, okay. awesome. Who else? Kate. Hi.
1: Here with, here with my mum. She's a bit shy uh, at the moment. But, Hi, uh, mum. Mom. We saw the we saw show opening night. It
6: was amazing. We had a really, really fun time. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's just the great show. Great to finally see it. Uh, Mum, do you, have, do you want to say your question, so sure? I have a question if I'm allowed. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, I just was wondered how you managed, because you obviously you've got so many shows that you do and you do double shows. How do you manage to keep yourself fit and not get injured and protect your voice and everything? Is it really, really difficult? Or have you got tips and things that, or people that look after you? um
3: from a a vocal point i can't speak for the dancers because all i do is a little shuffle every now and then like right kev um but it's more so just knowing that the show comes first so if you want to go out and you know get to bed at five o'clock in the morning if you know that that's going to ruin your voice and you're going to be shouting all night then sometimes you just have to be a responsible adult and just make sure that You know, you're doing the right thing. The girls are laughing because they don't think I'm responsible. Um, But it's, yeah, just knowing, you know, I guess like the dancers are, you have to be fully aware of your body and what it's capable of and knowing where those boundaries and those limits are just to make sure that, you know, you're not going to go so hard on the opening night that you've blown your voice out for the rest of the show or or pulled a muscle or hurt your hands playing percussion, which can happen. Um, It's just about, yeah knowing those boundaries from my point of view anyway
2: there we go um i think from i'll sit so you can hear me um, i think from a from a dancer's point of view obviously physically the show is very demanding on your body um it's just like like tyler says just to be responsible listen to your own body you know be able to give it what it needs um, not just from the point of you know taking care of it with stretching and warming up and cooling down and any other things like for example i know for us on our days off quite a lot of us like to go for treatments and physiotherapy and kind of chiropractor and stuff like that that really tends to help but obviously we do a lot of um, days after another so really taking care of yourself with you know what you're eating and kind of making sure that you're super hydrated even down to those things like that that's really 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 important but I think mainly just the one big thing actually is that after the show once we finish we have to kind of load out of the theatre really really quickly and sometimes you don't get so much time to cool down so that's that's the point for me where I have to really prioritise making sure that I don't just get into the hotel for the evening and that's it like I have to make sure that I stretch and take that time for myself so that I'm not regretting that in the morning and feeling super stiff for the next day so yeah just just feeling what your body needs really and taking care of yourself
1: uh for me it's exactly the same as Ellie eat sleep hydrate and mentally as well like some days when you're tired it's really easy to beat yourself up but because we have each other if you're having a day where you're tired and you're sore the rest of the cast give you energy so that helps you mentally as well get through um but yeah hydration the older i'm getting as well the more i realize how important water is the older i'm getting the older older. and i'm nearly 31 but
0: the, the more i realize
1: the more i realize how important water is i know that sounds stupid but i didn't realize how important water was until i was like 29. Yeah. So drink water, kids. <laughs> Stay great. Stay great. Stay great. I just
6: have to say, well, we were just blown away when we saw it, and it just makes you realise, just wow, how good you have to be. Oh,
1: thank you. Oh, fantastic.
2: I'll shush now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you.
2: Yeah, thank you for your question.
0: Oh, thank you. Okay. Oops, I think I, I might have just asked you to unmute again by accident. <laughs> um, okay, let's go to Steph. Wait, did I hit Steph? Uh, yeah, that's it. I got it. Hi. Nice
1: to have Hi, see Steph. you. Hi,
2: Steph. All right. Yeah, so um, I, I'm really looking forward to seeing the, uh, the show. It, it hasn't got to where I live at the minute, but I would... I hear you're all on fire, so I've heard some really good reports. Um, I'd just like to know, so far on the tour, um, which has been your favourite venue? (laughs) Um, (laughs) 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 And is there a particular venue you haven't been yet that you're looking forward to going to?
1: Well, I'm going to say probably for Ellie as well. Cause me and Ellie are both from Birmingham. So Birmingham was really special to like perform at home and the venue. I don't know if anyone's ever been to the symphony hall, but it's absolutely amazing sound wise as well. And just to have like family and friends in the audience was really special. Um, so that for me, although as Kevin said at the beginning of the podcast, every venue has been awesome and all the audiences have been awesome and and every venue has been like really different as well we've had some more like small theaters we've had bigger stages we've had modern ones we've had old ones like they've all been really varied but really cool because it keeps you on your toes as a performer as well
2: mm-hmm. yeah like lauren says birmingham was unbelievable um as kevin said before this is this is my first tour and to be able to do it in the uk at home is Amazing. Um, I've got to say my, my parents came to Birmingham. They're coming to a couple more as well, because they just, they love to the show they want to see it as many times as they can. Um, I think Scunthorpe is going to be a super, super exciting one for, for me. Um, obviously I'm from Birmingham, but my dad, my dad's side of the family is kind of from Lincolnshire and Scunthorpe and everything. So, uh, I've got a lot of family members coming there too. Scooter. Yes. Scooter. <laughs> um so i think uh i think that's going to be an amazing venue i'm really really excited for that one yeah
1: born in scunthorpe say again sorry i was born in scunthorpe really yeah. Do you know what's weird so was my dad Wait. Hey, <laughs> i didn't know that <laughs> i'm not joking
3: like, we're both from J- Birmingham and yeah. both our dads were born in Scunford. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's even weirder that my dad was born in Scunford. <laughs> 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 totally kidding. He's from Australia. Um, <laughs> he used to be yeah, that, that's another story. Um, Birmingham was, is the place to be basically. Pool was also awesome and one other escapes me, Stoke. but Stoke, Stoke was really cool too. But being a tourist, I don't know where to look forward to. So maybe you guys could give us an idea of where you think is going to be a banger and then I could Shrewsbury.
2: Shrewsbury's a good I
3: think we idea. have a double in Shrewsbury, don't we?
2: Grims- Kev, <clears throat> I think you need to wait until <laughs> you get Grimsby. Yeah. Grimsby, okay. I was going to say, I mean, yeah, Grimsby going to be amazing for obvious reasons. Um, but yeah.
0: Also, can't wait, um, can't
2: wait next next Sunday. So I'm so excited.
0: Also, this by the time this podcast goes out, this will have already happened. But as we record this um, tomorrow night, we're in Wimbledon and we've got a lot of people who we know coming to Wimbledon. Um, it's going to be uh, one of those special shows, I think. And um, Stacey is going to see the show for the first time um, tomorrow night as we record this tomorrow night. Um, because she saw it in 2019 and she loved it, but she hasn't seen the 2022 tour yet. So she's uh, coming to Wimbledon. I'm looking forward to that.
1: Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Next, uh... Thanks, Steph. Thank you, Steph.
0: Right, who else has the hand up? James has his hands up.
4: Hi, everyone.
2: Hello.
4: Oh yeah. Um, So to Lauren and Ellie, if you were asked on to Strictly Come Dancing and were told you would be able to recreate one of the previous routines seen on the show, what routine would you pick and who would you choose to be your partner? Great. And to Tyler, if you were able to sing one song on Strictly Come Dancing, what song would you sing? Oh,
1: Now, It's a really hard question Oh my gosh Wow Okay I think Ghostbusters routine (laughs) With uh, I liked Kevin's Ghostbusters routine With Do you know who I love And I want him to be my best friend Nick Grimshaw from Radio 1 (laughs) I love him So I think Ghostbusters would be a really good routine with him. But I also loved Giovanni and Um, Faye's... Was it the Halloween one? um, What was the the name of the song? Yeah, it was like a jack. The Fever. Oh, loved that one too. To be honest, I was thinking the same thing. That one that stands was out. unbelievable. And I know who I choose to do it with because now he's not a pro on Strictly anymore and he's a celebrity. I'd choose Kevin Clifton. <laughs> Good
6: answer. <laughs>
2: Thank you. <laughs> uh, oh. That's a tough question. I mean, in terms of in terms of partner, if you're if you're speaking in, in kind of a way of who would I potentially choose to dance with on the show as a celebrity, I don't know why, but the, the thought always of Anthony Joshua simply just because of amazing lips and tricks and everything, <laughs> that would be awesome. Um but oh my goodness, no, I was thinking similar with Fever because that number like blew me away
1: do you think David Attenborough would ever do Strictly? I oh,
6: would.
1: <laughs> that would be like my ultimate partner.
3: That would be so <laughs> good. <laughs> be
1: awesome. I reckon he's a boring boy. Kevin's <laughs> 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 Go on, Tyler, now your turn. Um,
3: I thought about it for a little bit, but I think without it sounding too uh, cocky, I'd like to do my own song as uh, a song on Strictly. Um actually, it's Yeah, it's on Spotify, all you, your streamable services. <laughs> um, but yeah, that or maybe like a ballad by Yeba, which is called My Mind, which if you haven't heard it yet, that's like the saddest song I've ever heard in my life. Um, <laughs> yeah, and again, I'm a sucker for a ballad. So
0: <laughs> mine or, yeah, hers. Tyler, tell everyone what your song's called because he is actually amazing. Tyler is brilliant. Yeah. He writes his own <laughs> Tell them what your song's called on Spotify. Thanks, Kev.
3: It's called Heartburn, um, and my artist name is just T Y L R with a full stop at the end.
1: You'll we'll
3: have four consonants, please, Carol. Twenty yeah. percent <laughs> <laughs> of the uh, of the money I get will actually go straight to Kevin. So um, yeah, you're helping us both out if you listen to it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brilliant, thanks
0: guys. Thanks Great question. And and we have Donna has a question.
2: Hello. (laughs) Hi hi. Um, My question for Ellie and Lauren is, what is your favourite dance style to dance on the Burn the Floor show? And my question to Tyler
1: is, how does he do his vocal warm ups before the show? (laughs) <laughs> uh, my, can you hear me? My favourite dance in Burn the Floor to perform uh, is pretty much always a rumba or a contemporary rumba. Um, I feel like probably it just suits my style a little bit better. And I don't know, I feel like I can dig deep and like let my emotions out with those kinds of numbers. So for me, a rumba or a contemporary rumba
2: um i've got to say maybe it's just a, a female thing but rumba is just the best dance to do ever it's just just super feminine and it's just yeah just the best feeling ever so i've got to say yeah rumba would be uh would be my favorite as well actually
3: um to warm up my voice kevin i've actually spoken about this quite a fair bit because kev likes to he has a you know a whole uh list of things that he likes to check off for his vocal warm-up and stuff and it works for him perfectly but I feel like everybody's voice works differently. So if I tried to do what Kev did, I'd probably blow my voice out before we even got on the stage. Um, So for me, it's more so taking it easy um, because I am a loud talker in general. So I feel like if I'm a bubbly person, which I am, and talking a lot throughout the day, then that's my voice warming up. In which case by then I don't need to be doing, you know, another 15 minutes of scales and warming up like that because I'm gonna blow my voice out guaranteed if I do that. So it's, again, comes back to knowing your bo- body and knowing your boundaries, and just a few little, brrrr, 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 couple of those. Everybody every now and then will go, oh, you're a bit cold, Tyler, and then yeah. And I <laughs> asked,
2: us, um, Tyler does Chase do the
6: same
2: vocal warm ups
1: as you,
6: or
1: different to you? No, no, no. Can I say about yes. Chase's warm ups? It's so funny. <laughs> yeah, so Chase does this thing. She'll she'll get ready with us in the room, and then she'll disappear off into the toilet, and then we all go. We all say, the ghost is back, because you just hear her going, ooh <laughs> And we're like, oh, this theatre haunted as well. It's so funny. Well, I don't know if you have to be there, but it's funny when you're there. I hope it's funny now too, because if not, that would be awkward. It's
3: funny. But also, that's another perfect example. Um, Chase probably warms up the most mm-hmm. out of me, Kev, and obviously herself. I feel like she's there for, like, for an hour going through different things and even all jenny our guitarist he also sings for the pre-show if you've seen it um and he's there singing too like doing all the vocal warm-ups and yeah he leaves me to death with that but chase is the best at warming up
1: lots of the dancers kind of mimic the vocalists warming up like we hear the vocalists warming up and you just like we just repeat what they do so we're vocally warm as well even though we don't need to be yeah
2: we're actually on vocal rest today <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know my warm-up
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs>
0: and Sharon has a hand up
6: hey hi everyone Hi. Hello. apologies for not having the video on today but um, I've got Covid so <laughs> I'm Hello. I'm okay um I just wanted to ask you
2: because um I'm coming to see you in Shrewsbury so I, I can't wait and the theater there is pretty amazing so I look forward to saying hi um but I just want to know how do
1: you go about selecting the soundtrack for burn the floor because the songs is just never ending isn't it mm. um i'll kind of say what i know maybe kevin can jump in as well if i get anything wrong or he probably knows way more especially when it comes to choosing for the uk tour but um our producers and directors peter and nick um kind of choose soundtracks based on what's kind of current at the moment, um, what new numbers, what numbers they want to put in, what countries we're going to, because they know different artists um are popular in different countries. Um uh, and I'm sure Kevin had a lot of input with this tour as well because obviously if you've seen the show or if you're about to see the show you'll see that uh, um Kevin sings and dances. Um so that's what I know about um how it's how they're chosen. I don't know if you've got anything to add, Kevin or Tyler.
2: Basically,
0: what I'm saying. take it away. Um. Yeah. So. So for this, I mean, I had a little bit of a hand in the last one in 2019, right? I had a lot of discussions with um with Peter Roby, who's is the director and, and and producer. Um. On this tour, um, officially, I'm actually a co-producer of of the of the show, and um. Because Burn, Burn the Floor, because it's been going for nearly 25 years, it's got this whole sort of like bank of of dances and songs that it, that it's used. And um, we can pull on any of them. There's like so many dances. It's, it's like sort of like a greatest hits sort of situation where you've got loads and loads of hits and it's like, what are we going to use and what new stuff are we going to do for, for this new tour? And um, Nick and Peter, they um, the, the initial sort of first meeting is Nick and Peter send me um like a breakdown of what they think like like how about this what, what do you think of that number that number that number here's what I'm thinking um of, of how it's going to flow and then I sort of um a bit like when I'm choreographing on Strictly I sort of think about it and stress about it and then think, yeah, it's fine, and then think, no, this is terrible, and rip it up and, and start again and and stress about it. And then we go back and forth for a, a little bit, for a few weeks, sort of making suggestions to each other. And then we settle on something, you know, like, okay, yeah, let's use these. And then what happened on this tour was that about three days before we started rehearsal, I was just sort of sat with it and thinking about it, and I was trying to sort of envisage the flow of the show, and because working out, like, you know, when I'm going to come forward on the microphone and talk to the audience and things like that. And what's, you know, what um, what do we want to say with the show? What do I want to say on the mic? Is, is there a narrative? You know, like what is is there a general message that kind of stuff? And then I had a big panic and went, no, we need to change the whole thing. It feels too much like this or it feels too much like that. And this is about three days before I suddenly decided to um, add a couple of things in um, there's a number um called show me how um that i've danced some of the tour with vic and and some of the tour with lauren um so far in in this number that wasn't supposed to be in this tour but a few days before the tour i um just looking at the flow of it um because a lot of the stuff in burn the floor can be quite intense like I, i suppose i was sort of thinking i i want the burn the floor intensity but at the same time Nobody's been to the theatre in two years. I want everyone to come and enjoy themselves and not feel too heavy when they're watching it. So if we've got too many heavy numbers or intense numbers in a row with no sort of um, lightness to it, um, then we we didn't want that. So so we added a couple of things in, and then I was like, no, but Act One still feels wrong, and then. Peter was really clever in that she said, what about if we swap the order? So instead of having this section and then that section, we, we swap them round and put that section first and then that section. So we've ended up starting with some really sort of high energy um, Sanbury numbers, which were supposed to come later in the show. But I think it feels better now that they that they open the show. So it's this sort of... Um, it's an ongoing back and forth, really, discussion. And then the, there are three songs in the show that are Queen songs. Um, and initially I thought that that might be one Queen song too many. Um, and that's what I was saying to Nick and Pete. I was, I was thinking I, I love all of them, but I feel like we need to take one of them away because I don't want it to feel like a sort of a Queen tribute show. I don't, I, I don't want it to feel like we will rock you as a dance show. Um, but then Peter said, no, but those two are far enough away from the first one that we do. I think it's going to work and da da, da, da. And she was right. I sort of conceded to Peter on that one and, and she was totally right about it because um, the feedback's been really good about, that, about those numbers. So yeah, it's very much a, a, a back and forth about, about what numbers are in and, and what aren't.
2: Okay, thanks, Kev.
0: Cheers, I hope you're okay. Thank you. <laughs> and Pam. Has a hand
6: up. Hello, good evening everyone. Sorry for being late. Probably not celebrating my 55th birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday! Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit under the weather well, yeah, under the influence of Caribbean um cocktail, should we say? Anyway, Lauren, if you had that phone call from Strictly, what would be your answer?
1: Yes. <laughs> Just yes.
6: Ah, that, that, that's fine. And, and can I ask another question as well? I mean, it, it, it's just sort of like Kevin, really. Sorry, mate. Um, first of all, did you like Christmas presents? <laughs> the mugs? Oh Sorry, yeah, Christmas you very presents. much. Thank you. I <laughs> <laughs> just had a moment of mine. But also, um, when it comes to sort of like burn the floor, I know that Joanne was supposed to be with you on this tour originally when you all planned How much are you missing her really as her big brother?
0: Not missing her at all. <laughs> <laughs>
6: um,
0: I won't tell her, I promise, when I see her next week. So the thing is, Joe was obviously in rehearsals with us when we were supposed to originally go out in 2020. Um, We're mid rehearsals um when we all had to go home because Covid sort of first hit and we're about a week away from opening. Um, Then, you know, the show kept getting pushed down the line. At first, we thought, uh, uh, you know, oh, we're not going to get enough rehearsal time before opening night, but we didn't know that opening night was going to change. Then it was like, we might have to move the first couple of weeks of the tour. Then it was like, we might have to move the tour till the summer. Then it was, let's do it at Christmas. Then it was, they just kept getting moved and moved and moved. And then even when theaters started opening up, it became um, a question of schedules because... Joe had things planned and I had things planned. So um, things started going back to back because they'd all been moved further down the line. And obviously Joe's doing The Adams Family, the musical now. Um, So basically if we were going to do it this tour as with me and Joe both on it, um, it would have meant that we'd have had to, we'd have had to have delayed it until at the earliest Sort of September of 2023. So um, because of schedules, because like I, I'm pretty back to back now, and until then, and I know Joe's got things planned. So um, I think we just thought it's that's too long to leave it. Um, you know that that would have been like three and a half years that would have that would have moved it down the line. So um, we just decided to 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 go go ahead. Um, but yeah, who- I have to
6: say that having seen—I um, mean, I don't know if anybody was lucky enough like me to actually go to yourselves when you were doing you and Joe, yeah, like an evening with the two of you, because um, I saw you in Portsmouth, um, and I think it's one of the very, very first shows out of lockdown to perform anywhere in the country, and it was absolutely beautiful to A, you back in the theatre, but to see you all as well and see yourself, see Lauren, see Joanne. And the other fellow
0: whose name I've forgotten, sorry about that. Oh, but it was a superb show and it was lovely to see all of you. Oh, cheers. Yeah, that was Giorgio who's on this tour. Um, yeah, the, the, the four of us, wasn't it? It was me, Joe, Lauren and Giorgio. Um, yeah, yeah, we tried. And then, and then you know, we, did, we were there for like a week or two weeks and then we went into lockdown, went into lockdown too. So, but who knows in the future, you know, may, maybe it's something that can happen. We'll see. Um, cheers, Pam. Um, right, last couple of minutes. Let's just have, have a look at on the chat uh, some questions on here. I've lost my place now. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? I, I want to ask you three. Well, I, I suppose we know we know uh, for, for Lauren a little bit, but um tell tell everyone about like your journey to burn the floor and like why you wanted to join burn the floor and like sort of what what it is to you and and how it came to be that you're in burn the floor just to sort of wrap up um
3: my one's actually uh uh quite a cool story i'll I'll keep it short Uh, but for those of you that don't know uh, my dad was the first percussionist on burn the floor um he was doing all the recordings for the backing tracks for the show and kind of got jealous that there wasn't a live band for it and then like had a whinge to the, the uh this the engineer that was doing it all and had contact with nick and peter and jason at the time and then he put it forward to uh nick and peter and jason and they're like oh that's not a bad idea and then I've got a call a few weeks later was like do you want to go on tour and he's like absolutely i do um so then i think it was in 2005 when I first saw the show and just fell in love, um, and the, then yeah, since then I was obsessed with Burn the Floor and obviously kept singing, kept playing percussion. Like from there, started doing a few little recordings on the backing tracks, and then it got to 2000. And, uh, what was it 2017? Uh, maybe better. We're looking for a new percussionist. And asked the dude that does all the recordings, you know, do you know anybody? And they're like, what about uh, Tony as a party? My dad's Tony has a party son. Um, he plays percussion and he could sing a little bit. So I joined him in rehearsals, um, sung a song for them, and they were blown away. And yeah, since then, Lauren's been teaching me how to dance.
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so. A lot of us a lot of burn the floor dancers kind of start off in dance competitions that's where that's where I started um and it kind of got to the stage where. I was, I was 18 when I danced my very last competition before this was just before I started to join burn the floor. I auditioned when I was 17. Um, I flew out to Rome and I did an open audition in Rome and the audition was like nine or 10 hours long. And I got there at seven o'clock in the morning. I was ready to go. And already the audition was like it was just an energy and an experience like I'd never, I'd never witnessed in my life. It was unbelievable. It was, I'm, I'm sure everyone else feels the same, but when we were in that room with, with everybody just kind of all working together and sharing the energy, it's exactly what I wanted to feel. And as soon as I got that feeling, that was it. I was hooked. Um, so yeah, I auditioned when I was 17 and then it started on the ships. Um, in january of 2019 so yeah so yeah i was 18 when i started on the ships and then that's it really it's kind of been going on ever since but um yeah it's a it's a great place to be
1: (laughs) and i actually saw the very first arena tour of burn the floor in 1999 when i was eight um and absolutely loved the show Thought it was incredible. Never saw anything like it in my life. Um, but I was competing at the time and competed all the way through until I was 21. Because I didn't know if I wanted to have a dance career or I got a degree in broadcast journalism. So I didn't know which way to go. Um, but I always saw Burn the Floor, every time it came around to the uk um watched kevin in burn the floor so this tour for me is a bit of a pinch me moment because i'm actually performing on stage with kevin clifton which is kind of big um and as kevin mentioned earlier and um has spoken about in the tour i auditioned back in 2013 and got a no initially um and then went away and worked really hard for six months and then joined the show uh september of 2013 so um yeah that's my story and never looked back it's changed my whole life it's changed me as a dancer it's changed me as a person honestly it's literally the best thing that's ever happened to me thus far ditto Ditto. Ditto.
0: (laughs) that's a really nice way to to wrap up the show actually um well, thanks. Thanks, guys, for all coming on the on the Zoom. For th- th- thanks for your questions. Um, Lauren, Ellie and Tyler, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Um, that's, that's really wicked. And I know it's because it's your day off as well. Um, I will see you tomorrow at the theatre. Yes, um, <laughs> yes, sir. And for everyone listening, for all the listeners as well, do you want to really quickly tell them how to follow you? Like whatever your handle is on whatever social media platform? Oh,
3: um, i think my instagram handle is at underscore t
6: y l r dot
3: underscore uh, sorry i'm an artist get with it uh.
2: <laughs> well a lot of people have leb as an instagram name apparently so mine is i couldn't have that mine is at le dot b underscore x <laughs>
1: And I'm at Lauren May Oakley because May is my middle name. Lauren May Oakley.
0: See you there. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for, for coming on the show.
1: Thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks, Kev.
0: Thank you. <laughs>